Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at mygatewayfellowship.com. How many of you guys today would like a fresh start? How many of us need a fresh start? You know, I'm really excited um, because next week, um, and Preeti's going to be telling us a little bit more about this, but next week, we've been talking about this for a while, but Gateway is going to go under a reboot, a refresh, if you would. Um, So today, I would like to talk about a little bit about refreshing our lives, refreshing ourselves. Um, And there's always, always an opportunity for us to do that. Amen? Amen? How many of you guys want a fresh start in your marriage? Maybe family, a fresh start in finances, well, a fresh start in in a profession or business, or just a fresh start in life. Hmm? Is that somebody here? Some may think that that God is, is stuck on our past, that all he wants to do is remind us of the things that we did wrong. You know, I, um, this week, it was a, was a really, um, rough week. I, Got um, Sunday, we celebrated my husband's birthday, and um, then Monday, around 2 o'clock in the morning, um, Jackie wasn't feeling too well, and I was out with a very horrible stomach bug for the next few days. Um, usually, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person, I cannot stand being home. And my father can probably say amen, because any time I was younger, I w- you would never find me home. But I was home. I was home for a few days, um, just out, and it was really bad. So Thursday, I just I couldn't take it anymore, and I just had to go to the office. I just had to work. And so I got in my car, and um, I realized, oh, I don't have enough gas. So I have to stop by and get some gas. So I get out of my car, and, and I'm like, you know, um, opening my little gas tank. And usually when I stop by to put in gas, I also clean out my car. Um, I, you know, I have water bottles and just trash in my car. So I'm going over, and I realize, oh, my gas pump is in the way of the trash. Well, I'm just going to go over it. So, you know, I lift one leg. And as I go to lift the other one, my foot got stuck on the gas pump. And... Um, I fell on my face, like, like I really fell, like I have this bruise right here. Um, yesterday I went with my little sister, um, Emily, my cousin, and um, I got down on it. Anyways, it hurts. So uh, <laughs> um, I just, I fell down really hard and I, I just remember this person looking at me um, and was just like, oh no, 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 oh, po- you're okay, you're okay, you know? And I was just like, wow, I can't believe I just like fell so hard. You know, when you fall down, and you get embarrassed, and you're like, the first thing you think is, did anyone see that? You know, like, can I play this off? And, like, I remember getting up. I was so out of it. I mean, I've been living on salting crackers all week until last night. So, um, you know, I was just not, like, energetic at all. So um, it was pretty bad. It was a pretty hard fall. And you know what? I, I still feel the effects of it. You know, I, I, if I get off of this grape, it hurts really bad. You know, some of us may think that God always looks back at that fall in our life. And some of us may think that God is stuck on that. Some of us may think, oh man, God is is probably saying, I saw that. I saw that. But you know what? God is, is, is not interested in our past. He's interested in our future. Because if you think about it, our past is gone, our past is yesterday, And our future is what we have forever. 
Our future is what we have. And that's, that's what God is, is more interested in. You know, you may go through life with some bumps and bruises. But the thing is that you got through it. You know, uh, what, what did I do? I, I got up, got in my car. I called my husband and I started crying because I was so embarrassed. But I went to work. I kept on with my, what I was supposed to do for the day. I moved forward. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, the pain you're suffering is not the end of you. I'm going to ask um, Anthony to pin our first text up on the screen. and That's found in Exodus 32, verses 9 through 10. And it says, I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are stiff-necked people. Verse 10 says, now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. That's what God was saying to Moses. You see, Israel had done some pretty awful things. They had turned their back against God. And and you know what? They, They didn't have faith anymore in the God that they were serving. Israel, no doubt, was discouraged by this because they thought this surely is the end of us. We're gone. You know, God said he's going to destroy. We're, we're gone. You know, they thought that they had gone too far. They had sinned and rebelled against God to a point that he would no longer be their God. Maybe they thought God would not deliver again them again. Maybe they thought to themselves that it's over. That's it. You know, they resigned to hopelessness. They had no more hope. They thought that what God did for them at the Red Sea, he wouldn't do again. They thought, how could he provide protection and provision now? They thought that he would no longer meet their needs. They thought that, that he would be remembering all these things, but, but, but they were so focused on the what-ifs. They were so focused on, on what they had done. They were so focused on God is really going to punish us that they didn't see their future. How many of us today maybe realize that we focus so much on our past, so much on what we did, that we forget to see our future? They thought God had permanently turned his back on them. However, God remembered his covenant. The story goes on in Exodus 32, verse 14, and it says, Then the Lord relented, and he did something else. And he did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. He remembered his people. You see, Maybe some of us here feel like we've made a mistake so bad that that surely God has turned his back on us. Maybe you feel and believe that you have no future, your dreams are gone, and and maybe all the doors have been closing up on you and, and you're saying, what future? But you know what? It's not over. I'm going to have you guys do this again. Turn to the person next to you and say, it's not over. I want you guys to believe that today. It's not over. Pastor Terry talks about this this verse all the time, Jeremiah 29, 11. I didn't give it to you, Anthony, so don't worry. (laughs) And it says, God has a plan for your life. 
God has a plan for your life. A plan to prosper. A plan to prosper. See, God wants us to prosper in life. And today, he wants to do something new in you. So regardless of what happened in the past, regardless of what kind of failures, financial failures, relationship failures, marriage failures, moral failures, you may have really blown it. And maybe you've made some decisions that you're ashamed of and hope that nobody finds out about. However, even those things God, God knows and he sees, but, but he's not focused on that. You see, he sees your future. He sees what sometimes we're reluctant to acknowledge and see. So today we're just kind of going to go through a few steps, a few biblical steps that, that we can in order to reboot, to restart our lives. First thing we need to do is stop making excuses. How many of us make excuses? If I want a fresh start in life, I have to stop making excuses for my failures. You know, my, my husband always tells me, only you can control the way you react to things around you. You know, because sometimes it, it's so embarrassing when we mess up or, or, or with our families. You know, if somebody says something hurtful, you just... You know, you just want to say something, you know, and there's nothing wrong with expressing it. But sometimes in certain situations, God is, is asking us, you know, let's be the bigger person. Let's, let's accept part of our responsibility as well for the problem. Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen says, he who conceals his sins does not prosper, but whoever confesses and renounces them finds mercy. You see, this is the way I look at this verse. I, I would translate it, whoever, a man or a woman who refuses to admit their mistakes, a person who refuses to admit their mistakes can never be prosperous, can never be successful. See, until you recognize that there is a problem, until you recognize that you have fallen short, there is no way that you can prosper. But if you confess and if you forsake that mistake, then it says you find mercy. You find another chance. You find another chance. You get a fresh start. This proverb implies that the starting point to starting over is to be honest and face up to your part of the problem in which you find yourselves in. It's hard to admit when we're wrong. We don't like to admit that I messed up, I overlooked that flaw, I blew it, especially when, when you're in a work situation and it's kind of awkward, you're the, you're the new person in there, or maybe you're not so new and, and that's a mistake you should have seen. It's hard to admit I was wrong. But when you do... We get a chance to rebuild, to restore, to restart in that particular area. What else can we do to restart or refresh our lives? It's to take inventory. You need to take inventory of your life. That means to evaluate all experiences. You need to look at what you have left after the failure. You need to take an inventory of your life's experiences and learn from them. You know, one of the 
most difficult life experience that um, I and my family have gone through, and, and some of you um, have heard me talk about this, um, was, was losing my, my mom. You know, it was a little bit, uh, two and a half years ago, almost three now. And um, it wasn't expected. You know, my grandmother had passed away a few, um, a, a year earlier, and it was expected, you know, we got the call from, you know, our doctors and hospice. And, and when you prepare, it's, it's hard, but at least you're aware. Um, and all I can say about this particular life experience was that I just happened to walk in on my mom dying. You know? And there's no words that can explain how much that just rocks your world. That just rocks your life and changes everything drastically. But you know, if I wanted to refresh and restart my life, I had to take that life experience and learn from it. Learn what? Learn from it. Learn that, that despite all of, uh, all of that, God is still in control and learn that the time that she had, she had given her life to God. And learn to live one day at a time. You see, Galatians 3, 4 gives us a very good advice. It says, have you suffered so much for nothing? If it really was for nothing, and, and the way I say it is, have you experienced so much in vain? You see, there's a reason why we go through these experiences. There's a reason why God allows certain things to happen in our lives. And, and I don't know where you are in your life journey or in your experience, but maybe there's something that you also feel has rocked your life, has rocked your world. And maybe you're at that point where you're like, why? Why is this happening to me? All I can say is, is pray about it. And ask God to show you what he wants you to learn from it. Maybe some of us have also experienced um, failures in, in marriages again, in relationships. Learn from your mistakes. You know, as, as somebody used to tell me, they, it can either be your friend or it can be your enemy. It can be your friend if you learn not to repeat the same thing. But it can be your enemy if you think that it's okay to keep doing it. You see, the next step in getting fresh or getting a fresh start is to act in faith. Repeat after me, act in faith. Amen. You have to launch out into new territory. The Bible says that the key to changing anything is faith. The key to changing anything is faith. If you want to change your circumstance, it takes faith. If you want to change your personality, it takes faith. If you want to change anything in your life, it takes faith. In Matthew 9, Jesus says this, according to your faith, it'll be done to you. You see, that's a very simple yet powerful statement. According to your faith, it will be done. That means we tend to get out of life what we expect. That's what Jesus is saying. According to your faith, it will be done to you. So the question is, what are you expecting in life? 
Are things going to be better or worse? Are they going to be the same? If you act in faith, then you will do something positive to ensure that it doesn't happen again. The faith that I'm talking about is one that affirms your life through Jesus Christ. I want to read a, um, just a short story in the Bible that kind of, kind of sums this up for me. And it's, it's found in Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. And the story goes like this. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the court temples. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with, him, with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. You see, this man had asked for something, and he expected to get it. But in reality, he, he got way more than what he expected. He acted in faith, and he was greatly rewarded. Many times we ask for something and, and we expect to get nothing. And we get exactly what we expected. Nothing. In order to start acting in faith for a fresh start in your life, you have to first stop feeling sorry for yourself. You see, through Christ, you can make it. With faith, you can make it. Just believe in God's mercy and his grace, and he will give you strength to make it. You see, tonight's sermon isn't too deep. It isn't too theological. But it begs us to stop rehearsing our past. If we want a fresh start with God, we have to stop rehearsing our past. We have to stop regretting our past and get on with the present and the future. For the more time we spend regretting our past, the more of our future is wasted. The more time we spend, I wish I had thought of doing that. I wish I did this instead. If only I could change this. If only I could have done that. You're rehearsing and regretting when you do that. Finally, to have a fresh start, we must trust and depend totally on God. 
Depend on him, for we have already proven that we can't depend on our own ability to succeed. That is why some of us have failed. Some of us maybe just don't get it. You see, it's, it's like me going to the gas pump again, maybe on Monday when I need more gas, and doing the same thing, putting in my gas pump and trying to go over the same way again. If I do exactly the same thing I did last time, what do you think will happen? I'll fall again. Next time, what I intend to do is maybe walk around my car or throw away my trash before I put in my gas pump. See, the point here is, is that God gives us life experiences to learn from them. That God gives us opportunities every day to start fresh. God gives us an opportunity to not focus and live on our past, but he reminds us to look forward into our future, to look forward and trust in him and trust that he has the strength to get us moving forward. We cannot change who we are. Only God can do that. Success in life is not trying harder, but living smarter, giving God control of our life. Just want to leave you guys with this Bible verse, and I just pray that this will be what carries you through whatever life brings this week. And it's found in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. And I just want to focus on, on what the Lord has said. And, and he said, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. You see, when, when we acknowledge God in our lives, something happens, something transforms inside. See, we're not the same anymore. A new life has begun. That's because Jesus has a power to do that. God says, I don't just want you to turn over a new leaf but I want to give you a whole new life. You see, he just doesn't want us to, to just have this new page that we're turning, but he's saying, no, I'm going to give you something totally different. I want to give you something totally different. So I just want to close out today by saying, will you have a fresh start in life? Will you have a new beginning? It's your choice. It's your choice if you want to have a fresh start, if you want to stop making excuses, if you want to act in faith, and if you want to trust in God. You see, this, this week, um, as I was laying in bed and, and just wondering, am I ever going to get better again? <laughs> It just, it just really allowed me to focus, again, my energies on God and what he has called me to do. You know, Pastor Terry talks about this all the time and how when I was in uh, sixth, sixth grade, I was 14, no, I don't know how old I was. I don't know how old I was. I was in sixth grade. And I ran up to, to this awesome preacher 
This person I have just met, um, I had never been to a, a private school, and this was my first like week of prayer. And I remember hearing Pastor Terry for the first time. And I ran up to him, and I was just like, I'm going to be like you one day. I didn't think about it. I, I didn't um, know what God had in store for my life. But um, a few years later, you know, I really felt a call to just go into ministry and um, graduated with a BA in theology and um, have been serving God from before then, and I do so joyfully. But I know that if God can hear a little girl's desires, I know God has something even more amazing for you in store. And as Gateway is now rebooting and and uh, refreshing itself, today's sermon was just really simple, and it just begs us to look at our own lives and to see How else can I refresh and restart my life? How else can we have a new beginning with Christ? I just want to invite you to uh, close your eyes at this time as we pray. And I just want to have a a special prayer, maybe for somebody out there, um, that needs to be reminded that we need God's strength and his spirit and his power to get us through. Maybe somebody needs to be reminded that God is not focused on your past. You see, he doesn't even remember it. You see, I remember growing up and and if one of my friends would fall, that's something that you just remember for a lifetime. But you see, God isn't like that. He doesn't remember those things. He sees way past all of that. He sees not who you are or who you were or what you have done, but he sees who you can become. You see, God doesn't waste his his energies or his times on the what ifs. He doesn't waste his time on, on, on I can't do this, God. He doesn't waste his time on I'm a horrible person. See, God spends all his energy in in refreshing you and restarting your life with him because he sees a future filled with eternity. Maybe there's somebody here tonight that just needed to be reminded that God is never going to leave you and, and he hasn't left you and he's right there by your side. Maybe somebody needed to be reminded tonight that there is nothing that you can do. But you have to rely and trust on God and and only He can change what's inside of your heart. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.